Hello, this is David Bowie, and you're listening to Jonah Radio. If this gonna be that kind of party, I'm gonna stick my dick in the mashed potato. Kneel down! Out here, just a little bit sweet, but I'm tripping down. Yeah, yeah. Get off the cross, dude. It gets a lot colder. Hang on with your friends. Hey, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Jonah Radio. My name is Jonah Ray. This is Cash Hartzell. Hey, everybody. It's Cash Hartzell. This is Neil Mahoney. Hi. Nice to meet you all. Uh, so what we do is we hang out, we uh, talk about music, what's going on in the current world of music, and we also play music that's submitted by friends and listeners. A lot of music that we do right here on Jonah Radio. That's very true, Cash. Now, Neil, uh, on the way over here, you were you were bumping Billie Eilish. You are now a Billie Eilish fan. Yep. Got on the on the train. Every few years, Neil gets into a pop artist. I remember when it was Adele for a long time. Like every time you got into Neil's car, it was uh, it was Hello. No, was it Hello? Or was it Rolling? Hold on. Oh, it was Rolling in the Deep. I'm having a minute here. Oh, it's I'm trying to remember. All I see right now is when I is like it's you like looking at yourself in the bathroom mirror, and then for like smash cut ten hours. <laughs> well, no, he he. He, he moves his uh, driver's, his rearview mirror and looks himself in the eyes and then goes back to the road. Mine's sadder. Yeah. Mine's more like my life every day. <laughs> just looking, looking at yourself in, in the rearview rear mirror. mirror. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but then you would just be listening to rearview mirror, the uh, collection of uh, Pearl Jam singles. Oh. Oh, oh yeah. Yeah. Where they did uh, that one, the Jan and Dean song. Oh, oh uh, where, oh, where yeah, could one. my baby be? I don't know. It's something. something it, about a car crash, we're not right? Sound Solutions or whatever that other podcast is. Sound Opinions. Sound Opinions. Yeah. We, we don't know. We don't do research. Unsound Opinions. I yeah. did research for today's topic, but we'll get to that. But uh, you, you uh, Cash, what do you listen to lately? Anything? Uh, what am I? I was just um, the new Michael Kiwanuka. Actually. Uh, Who's that? Uh, Michael Kiwanuka is a, I think he's a Michael m- Kiwanuka. Like we're all, oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, oh, the new Mikey K, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he's a fairly well received. All right, uh, did you guys watch any of Pretty Little Liars? Nope. Not nope. Pretty Little Liars, the HBO one, Big Little Liars, Big Little Lies, Big Little Lies. Nope. Uh, uh, he still a big negatory. Two different shows. Yeah, Pretty Little yeah. Liars was like a teen sex show. I think it was like a CW, oh, like okay. a late CW. Yeah, uh, and, and then, then Pretty big, Little Liars was like, big "Hey, little no, Big Little Lies, big little lies. is like a, like uh, women covering up a murder." Yeah, yeah. in Monterey, California. Not oh, I always thought it was Pals Verdes. Same, it, same. Yeah, kind of looks the same. Um, the uh, uh, he he did a song that became the theme song to that show, um, and then uh, that was his last album. It was a great oh, like album. the Rembrandts. Yeah, yeah, he's kind of the Rembrandt. Or the Refreshments, if you're gonna. So Rembrandt's is Friends. Refreshments is King of the King Hill. Hill. King of the Hill. Yeah. Um, the Rembrandts, I feel like that was their only hit. The the refreshments had others. Did uh, they? One was enough. Yeah. <laughs> I guess. Clap, 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 clap. Um, all right. So we are going to take a break for a song. And after that, we're going to get into some um, unnamed segment uh, that we'll reveal later on. Okay. Uh, we'll, we'll figure out what to call it when we get there. But uh, for now, uh, a buddy of ours, uh, Philip. 
from oh. the band Paws put out a new solo record of a new, a new project he's doing called Coping Mechanism. Now, you hear uh, this show, you'll know that we love the band Paws and everything mm-hmm. they've done. We've been following them for a really long time. P-A-W-S. P-A-W-S. Uh, but now Philip uh, has moved uh, up country uh, uh, in Scotland and is now... Um, Look out for those DJs. Uh, <laughs> uh, is now uh, doing this thing called Coping Mechanism, which is great because it kind of goes in line with what like I've been leaning more towards listening to some more like kind of electronic and even kind of industrial stuff lately. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like Public Memory is one of my favorite uh, things that's come out on, uh, recently that I'm into industrial wise. And so he's kind of like, you know, it's that same Philip, uh, like great lyrics, very mm-hmm. sad and soulful, and uh, but with uh, this new kind of uh, production, which I think is great. Cool. Knowing that they skate, I feel like the name might be slightly funny because coping is like the edge of the oh, oh coping nice. mechanism maybe yeah like Probably a little not, a little duel i don't know it's possible phil let us know yeah all right this is desire caught by the tail by coping mechanism <laughs> Are you 
Hey, all right. Desire caught by the tail by Coping Mechanism. That is available now. Uh, um, and uh, that brings us to uh, the segment where we delve into the whys and whos of the where's and what's and the music news. Oh, that's right, Cash. That is right, Neil. It is time for music fucking news. Music news. One of these days we'll have someone do a parody of that song. Uh, and then have the lyrics all be about music news. <laughs> the, the, That's a call the to action, guys. The news are back in town. <laughs> the news are back in town today. today. Searching through spin.com. Um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, man. Boy. Man. <laughs> man, I have... You guys, I don't know how many actual hours we've produced of this podcast, but we've had a lot more in my head where I actually say the thing I'm thinking, and yeah. then you guys yell at me. Oh, so. boy. Uh, anyway, We're as far as out. music news is concerned, uh, the Strokes played the Bernie Sanders rally in New Hampshire. I caught the end of that. It was so great. Yeah. So apparently at the end, what happened, they, yeah. they were doing a full set list. And they were you doing know, New York City well, Hold on, Neil. Oh, oh. They were doing a... I'm, well, yeah. You drive the bus, man. Well, I'm just trying to... Eh, fine. Tell us all what happened. No. <laughs> oh, you. All right, moving on. How are, how are you not a cat? Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. It feels a lot like a cat. Just knocking things off the table as yeah. soon as you... You're like, oh, I need that. Oh, no, he knocked it off the table. Yeah. He didn't want it. Neil, tell us about what happened. Tell us about what happened. Oh, I tune in for the last song, New York City Cops, and yeah. they're singing... New York City cops aren't so smart or whatever. And then uh, they ain't so smart. Yeah. And New Hampshire State Police are trying to pull them off the stage. Yeah. Are they really? Yeah. Because like they invited people up on stage and everyone's like. They were trying to shut. They were trying to shut the show down because I think a noise ordinance. Oh, wow. Um, Yeah. And then, you know, they they just. uh, And like someone shoves Julian Casablancas and he like fully like shoulder checks (laughs) a state trooper. In the chest, and the guy like stops him, and then Julian looks at him. And he's like, "Oh shit!" Yeah. Let me Did just realize it. Preemptively get out a. Do you know who my dad is? Right now, and then we can we can skip all this. That is the funny thing is that like uh, the Strokes really come from an elite background. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, yeah, I'm surprised they're not playing a Steyer rally. You know yeah. what I'm oh, Bloomberg. Well, they probably Bloomberg, yeah. they, they probably they probably, they probably uh, oh Unky Mike. Unky Mike. <laughs> if if they grew up wealthy, then they know better than all of us. So maybe we. That's should. a good point. That's maybe great, I mean they vote for Bernie. Yeah, they literally were able to pull themselves up by the bootstraps. Yeah, yeah, because they had hover boots. Yes, hover boots. <laughs> um, guys, I don't know. When it comes to like, it is funny. Some I think uh, someone brought up this on Twitter about the amount of time that's passed, uh, like the age that Julian Casablanca is. Yeah, mm-hmm. right now is the same age uh, that. Uh, um, Fleetwood Mac were around mm-hmm. um, when they were uh, uh, when they were playing songs for Bill Clinton rallies. <laughs> oh, really? oh wow! Yeah, yeah, we're all old. Oh man! Yeah, but the thing is that the, the like the bigger base of Bernie's voters is like so to them it's like a classic rock band just played. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah I guess so. Stones or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, they got those guys from when my parents made me. That's yeah. that's exactly the same thing. Yeah. Um, oh man, I'm old. Yeah, it did remind me that like that was a great record. 
It's a great record. It is a first great record. First two records are great. Yeah. That first record, though, just like how it just like just changed everything. Just came out. Yeah. And yeah. like, and just, it did a good job. Oh, this is what we're doing now. Like, that was, yeah. it was like everybody in rock and roll got that memo. I was like, oh, this is, this is it now. I yeah. Pickpocket seeing the strings. Well, basically, like, uh, like rock had to, uh, it got to alpha and then it had to beta itself real hard. Yeah. 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 And well, so like know. so strokes, um, yeah. Because I mean, and yeah. Like after and, grunge, there was like the rap rock stuff. Yes, and exactly. They got real alpha, real yeah, broy. Yeah. yeah, real jock jam. Yeah, exactly. Uh, speaking of, Rage Against the Machine announced a forty-date reunion tour. Wow! Uh, and this is their first outing in nearly a decade, and their support will come from. The guy you may know better, mm-hmm. uh, the, as, uh, as a well, no, I messed that up. Uh, I was gonna say because so the singer Zach De La Roca, mm-hmm. uh, he did a uh, verse on uh, what's the song from Run the Jewels? Shut up and count to fuck. Shut yeah. up and count to fuck, and then that's who will be opening up. So that's kind of neat. Yeah, that Run the Jewels will be able to open up, and then Travis Zach, Barker plays drums on another song. Is he going to be going on on the tour? He's, oh wait, that's he's Blink One Eighty Two. Yeah, different drummer. Never mind. Wait, what? He he got drummers confused. I thought Travis Barker. He, his was in his youth is. Oh no, no, he was never in Rage Against the Machine. Yeah. Um, He's okay with the machine. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so that's a uh, that's that's a pretty good show. Run the jewels and then a little. Uh, yeah, I was disappointed. Yeah. The only Close Los your eyes Angeles. Close your eyes and count the fuck. The only L.A. Clo- the closest L.A. Yeah, shows are Coachella. Coachella. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, so uh, we, can, the, we can go. Run the jewels is playing Coachella. Yeah. So that's not really like the. Sh- that's not. I bet you. I bet you they will uh, announce an LA show. Oh yeah. Oh, that, or that's the, what or they'll when, just uh, sneak one in. Yeah, because well, that's like re- reunion shows that happen at Coachella. Eventually, like they have to wait a while. Yeah. Yeah. And then like they can announce. By, yeah. Exactly. Know, rules. You yeah, can't so, have a local show. That's why I ended up having to buy tickets uh, for multiple pavement reunion shows. Because it's like I was like Pavement playing Oh they're doing Coachella Fuck that Oh they're playing A show up in uh, Berkeley Yeah And then I bought tickets Went up there for that And then they announced A Hollywood Bowl show <laughs> Yeah But that'll be fun That'll yeah. be fun For people It will be That, that There's gonna Gonna be so many people cl- angry Yeah the closest They're doing Glendale, Arizona And Oakland, California Yeah they'll That be Oakland like show a, be crazy Yeah They're playing the Tacoma Dome You know I drove by The Tacoma Dome in Tacoma, Washington, in That's my recent to travels, say. Tacoma Dome. Tacoma Dome. So I was in my car going Tacoma Dome. Tacoma Dome. Um, <laughs> did, did you say Lavaca? The cow. Lavaca. I only do that when I'm in Austin, Texas. You know that. Thinking of our times there. Uh, Don Dawkin says his hands are dead following surgery. Oh Jesus. Don Dawkin. I'm not sure if you picked this up from the name, but is he in Dawkin? Yes. Okay. I thought he was in the Ramones. Yes. <laughs> Uh, the metal frontman was left unable to play guitar after neck and spinal surgery. Oh, man. Well, uh, that happened in November, and uh, with complications, it paralyzed, partially paralyzed his right arm and hand. And uh, he says, My hands are dead. However, a statement on Dawkins' Facebook page states the metal singer is doing better and expected to fully recover. He also plans to continue playing shows. Mm, bang your head. Yeah, I guess so. Well, that's at this point, that's all he can bang. Yeah. Bang your head? That's not docking, is it? Is it? No, I think that's Twisted Sister. Bang that your head? Twister. Metal health will drive you mad? Yeah, maybe that's Quiet Riot. Wait, is it's it? Did they quiet have Riot, a, maybe, yeah. They have umlauts, right? No, that's Motorhead. This is why we're not sound solutions. What are they nope. called? What's this? What's the podcast? Sound opinions. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bruce it's a very Dickinson. one-way rivalry. Bruce Dickinson 
says Iron Maiden are never going to fucking retire. Hey, well, they're. I mean, their their logo is a guy who's still working, even though he's dead. So you know that makes yeah. sense. Eddie. Eddie. It's yeah. just a skeleton who's who Edward. still has to put he's on. A man of elderly status now. Edward, Sir Edward. Oh man, can 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 Eddie get knighted? Can he be Sir Edward? When he was first, his name is Eddie because when he was first drawing him, apparently this is the story I've heard. uh, He was first drawing him. uh, It was just a head, and so it's like someone's like, "What is that?" He's like, "It's just an Ed." Yeah, just Ed. Oh really? Uh, since forming in 1975, Iron Maiden have been argu- arguably the most prolific heavy metal band ever. And with a new album possibly out in 2020, they show no signs of stopping. Uh, I think they're like they're one of the only I think metal band or bands that have like they have their own jet still. Yeah, they have an Iron Maiden jet. Well, it's because Bruce flies it. Yeah, because oh really? Fly it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he's the pilot. He's oh the, shit. Um, th- this is what this is. Un- I mean, the the Queen has done a great job. She's really old. But if we had actually, if she had died, and we actually had. You know, a king of the generation, they would have been knighted already. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. Oh, very good, very good point. Yeah, I wonder what kind of knighting will happen once she's gone. Yeah, is it, is it I the Libertines? Will they, any of those guys, <laughs> be knighted with a syringe? Just, just a whole swath Pete of grime Doherty. knights. Yeah, Sir Pete. <laughs> uh, yeah, Sir Pete Doherty. Um, oh, you know, it'd be fun. Both Liam and uh, Noel get knighted. <laughs> they have to stand there with each other. No, with. only one. They only have to fight. one. Yeah, they have to fight <laughs> with swords. And no, they have to do the... Uh, For House Gallagher, yeah. Not yeah. Fencing, but... Uh, joust. Joust, yes. <laughs> the Gallagher brothers have to joust. <laughs> but they do it on mopeds, like Vespas. Like, Just like mod style. Yeah, yeah mod, style. mod yeah. joust, yeah. yeah. Like yeah. three-quarter length trench coats. Yeah. Liam Liam has a Liam has a, a mic stand, yeah. and then uh, Noel has like a guitar. Yeah, and, and it's you don't try to knock each other off. It's just how many um, uh, rearview mirrors you can you can take off the other guy as you drive past. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah exactly. Just that's that's what makes it take so long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sometimes artists will say things like, "I know my old songs backwards and forwards." That can mean that quite literally if you're talking to they might be giants oh do they 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 do backward songs sometimes well they've never done it before oh uh so um recently there was uh they were doing their flood 30th anniversary tour and i know it's the 30th anniversary tour because my first date with deanna was during the 20th anniversary tour oh Oh, that's fun which was 10 years ago uh and uh so they um someone online reversed one of their songs sapphire bullets of pure love off of the uh record and so, just to give you a little reminder of what that sound like, is it one of the, the, the fingertip songs? One of the really short ones? Yeah, it's like, yeah, it's like a minute 30, but. Mm-hmm. This is an instrumental, I think, right? Good. No, it's not. They have lyrics on this one. Pistol shots. Gun shots. Pistol shots. how much culture has progressed is it used to take a minute 30 of this song and now neil can do it in like that all right so um then they ended up doing some fan footage caught them doing the song in reverse oh cool. oh that's cool so
I liked about They Might Be Giants is they're a band and they make good songs, but they also have this like creative spirit of like, yeah, fuck it, we'll do it. And yeah, they'll kind of just they'll figure it out. Yeah. Like, okay, play a song backwards. All right, we'll, we'll commit to that. So they're just phonetically saying the words backwards. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, people were saying it sounds like Animal Collective. <laughs> <laughs> It's got a good, like that, that riff is good backwards and forwards. Yeah. I kind of actually like it more backwards. This is like a, one of those Z-Trip mixes where he used like a Charles Mingus sample and he played it backwards. Oh, really? No, I never, I'd like, never heard that one. Like he, uh, yeah, it's that. It's, uh, is it that live? Bla- yeah, it's the sample used on that Black Star song. Dun, 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 dun. <clears throat> Yeah. Okay. I didn't yeah. know that. He plays that backwards, and it's pretty cool. Not sure if you guys watched the Academy Awards. I caught most of it. Where Parasite no. sweeped, which was great. Yeah. And Jojo Rabbit won for best uh, screenplay, which is awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Um, but I uh, wanted to tag Heather Campbell when he was talking about like the best thing that should happen for writers now is like Apple should fix their keyboard. Yeah. Yeah. The <laughs> thing afterwards, where it's yeah. like someone asked him, someone asked Taika about the. Uh, about the writer strike mm-hmm. coming up or the impending maybe yeah. writer strike with the WGA. Uh, and like, uh, he's like, what are your thoughts on things? He's like, well, I think they should address the uh, Apple keyboards. They're terrible. <laughs> like they don't have the kickback like they used to on PCs. Yeah. And then he just starts yeah. and he talks about it for like a minute. Yeah. Like just somehow like it's just not And then he's like, they get the keyboards keep on getting worse. I'm going to switch to a PC to write. Wow. And that's like yeah. whole, Heather's whole thing about, you know, yeah, and the tactile. That's yeah, fantastic. Chomping down on a fucking big. The sound key. is so good. Too. Yeah, it is. I gotta get. I gotta do that. I gotta fucking hook up a old yeah. PC mechanical keyboards. Yeah, I got. That's I was, right, Cash. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have one. Like it was a. It's like a, it, was, it was in the dawn of fucking Final Cut. They made these Final Cut keyboards. Oh yeah. That had like a coated. Like a oh yeah. Wheel on the side. Yeah, yeah. But that had the big chunky keys. Yeah. And that's the only reason I've kept it around. Is like every once in a while I just want a little, little chunk in my life. I used to call you Big Chunky Keys. Yeah, that was <laughs> was back when he was just dealing just, heavy drugs, sorry, not do, because I'll, anything here, else. Here. He uh, was big chunky importing. keys. That's what they used to call me in high school. It doesn't. It's not really. Jesus Christ, wow. Neil, your your stone, uh, like you're, like you're, the thing you're trying to do, the daggers. Again, it's as interesting as how you felt of us watching videos on this podcast. It's that interesting. Oh, it's that Christ. interesting. Fucking, I'm ending this podcast. Or firing Neil. I'm not sure which will make me happier. Um, firing. Fire. Hey, stop showing up. You yeah. can't fire me from something I never started. That's true. That's true. That's You're not like, how it works. Well, Eminem performed his uh, Lose Yourself song at the... Uh, yeah, I did not watch, and I heard that 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 happened, that and was it is like people a, were confused about it. But the thing is, he was the year he was nominated for that song, he never showed up. Oh, so it's like it kind of was a you know, I and he he did not do a good job at it. Oh, I, really? I, I, I watched it. He was running out of breath a bunch. Well, it's that's a great song, but yeah, it's not exactly in the zeitgeist right now. Yeah, and it yeah did it win? Yeah, I think it won that year. Yeah, I mean it had to. It's a great song. It is a great song. It's great. Yeah, what, what, it's, yeah. I mean, what other what other songs do you remember from movies in the last twenty five years? I had the time of my life. <laughs> um, Lose yourself. Uh, 
what was the Circle South Park song? Circle of Life. Yeah. Um, that's like it. But if you, if you, it's not just like winning the Oscar. It's like you actually like made a song out of it. it yeah. It's, it's kind of impressive. I um, guess you celebrate that. Yeah. Recently, Red Hot Chili Peppers did their first show with John Frusciante back on guitar. I saw. And it was, they did a backyard show, did a couple of covers. I want to be your dog. Oh. Here's a little clip of that. Whose yard? Uh, it was a benefit. Um, it's not that backyard. It's not that backyard one, but it's like something Tony Hawk has been putting together for a while. Oh, okay, because Flea, yeah, that the, that other one is Flea's thing, isn't it? Is is for Silver his Lake. music? That one's for the Silver Lake yeah. Music Conservatory. Uh, well, this is not fucking playing. There it goes. So this is "I Want to Be Your Dog" by the Stooges. It is funny, because John Frusciante looks like a guy that was a fan of Red Hot Chili Peppers <laughs> in high school and gets to play with them. Yeah. He's just wearing like a plaid he looks like an with a long sleek white weekend. t-shirt underneath it. Yeah. Considerably looking older than the rest of the guys. Well, that'll do it. That'll do it. Yeah. That, that's that, that, that hair on. The, yeah. And, you know, he he's not wearing the sock like the rest of them. <laughs> <laughs> that was back when he was in the band, right? I never really was a huge... Fred out of there, so nah. I never really. Not, not really. I mean, they, God, like maybe like sixth grade or something. Blood sugar, sex magic, or mother's yeah, milk. Yeah, it was like considered skateboard music. So yeah, yeah. yeah, it really was. Yeah, yeah, yeah it got pushed okay. on me, yeah. me more than I, it ever uh, was something I sought out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, and, then, and also like my my friend who like started playing bass, it was like instantly you had to get into like slap bass. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Because yeah. like that just looks cool. It just lo- <laughs> and it like it peeks through. Everyone can hear it. Yeah. Bleep, yeah. Bleep, bleep. I I will say that the. Do you remember the Dayton Ferris video uh, for I think it was Other Side where it's like um, Wait, like what's M Dayton Ferris, Dayton Ferris uh, yeah, the directors you don't remember they they directed on Mr. Show but <laughs> that was live guys um, yeah they they always had great music videos for a band that I did not like their oh, their uh, their music oh which 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 of their videos was the Dayton Ferris one? Uh, I think it was called Other Side it was very like German expressionism they were playing. Like Flea, whoever was on guitar at one point was was playing guitar, but was playing on a a string that was like down a hallway. So he would they would like he would move up and down like he was on a guitar string, but the the string was really long, and that's how they covered the solo. Oh yeah, I think I remember that one. Yeah, yeah and Flea was flying. I think I yeah. don't remember. Uh, Jamiroquai. Ooh, uh, sorry. <laughs> that was my Jimmy Pardo. What did, what was the, what did Jimmy say? <laughs> What was the thing in fishbone? Fishbone. Fishbone. Yeah. <laughs> Jamiroquai. All right. Do you uh, guys know that's not the guy's name, right? That's a whole band. Yeah, it's the band's name. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, in exciting news, Ian Mackay, Joe Lally, and Anna Amy Farina uh, form a new band called Koraki. Uh They have been playing shows around the DC area for a while, kind of like feeling it out uh, since, like you know, Fugazi, of course. Uh, uh, you know indefinite hiatus i guess uh, the evens haven't really you know um uh, my friend drew O'Doherty booked a show for the evens at like a rec hall in falmouth cape cod massachusetts oh wow yeah that's rad recently yeah it was a couple years ago yeah. it was like oh that's cool <laughs> um like, but they uh they like it's like they they still play like those types of places yeah right? yeah yeah they just uh kind of like troubadour it yeah all ages and then also make sure everyone can get in and yeah Five, they still doing $5? That's Fugazi. Oh. 
Even's yeah. tickets are $75. <laughs> Making up for it. Um, but the, uh, the, 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 they released one song called Clean Kill, and uh, we're going to play that one right now by Corky, the new one. And this uh, song is available on the Discord Bandcamp. Uh, and then it's funny because someone on the Instagram said, uh, I want to know why Discord seems to be so into Bandcamp. Uh, and why you put everything up through there. And they said, well, you can list, you can stream stuff without having to sign up for anything. Yeah. And yeah. that's uh, another great reason why people should be using Bandcamp. So this is Clean Kill by Corky. And when we come back, we're going to talk about video game music or music in video games. Video yeah. games by Lana Del Rey. There you go. <laughs>
Hey everybody, it's Cash, coming to talk to you about Audible. Well, it's that time of year where everybody's ru- traveling or running around getting thoughtful gifts for the people that they love, because it's uh, Valentine's Day. Think about giving yourself, for Valentine's Day, the gift of, of an Audible membership. Now is the best time to do it with a special offer of 53% off your first three months. You get to access an unbeatable selection of audiobooks, including bestsellers, motivation, mysteries, erotica, thrillers, memoirs, and more. You can choose three titles every month. You get one audiobook and two exclusive Audible originals you can't hear anywhere else. Now, we've talked about those Audible originals in the last couple of weeks. They've been, they got some great stuff there. You get to listen on any device, anytime, anywhere with the Audible app. It's great while commuting, at the gym, or during your holiday travels. Those Valentine's travels. With Audible, you also enjoy easy audiobook exchanges. Get your own audiobook library that you keep forever, even if you cancel. Right now, for a limited time, you can get three months of Audible for just $6.95 a month. That's more than half off the regular price. All you got to do is head over to audible.com slash radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, or text radio to 500-500. Give yourself the gift of listening. For more, go to audible.com slash Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O, or text radio to 500-500. Now this week, we're talking about Under the Big Black Sun, the audiobook of John Doe's personal history of L.A. Punk. If you know L.A. Punk, you know X, and you know their guitarist, John Doe. Well, he wrote a book and got a bunch of people to also contribute to this book, talking about how the L.A. Punk scene came together. Came together. It's an evolution of hardcore punk. John Doe and Tom Savia wrote the book, but they also pull in other writers and narrators on the audiobook. People like Exine Cervankov from X, Henry Rollins from Black Flag, Mike Watt, Jane Weedlin and Charlotte Gadfrey from the Go-Go's, Dave Alvin from the Blasters, Jack Grissom from TSOL, a bunch of scenesters, a bunch of journalists that were there. They all tell the story of how the L.A. punk scene came together. It's pretty fascinating. It's seven hours and 20 minutes, so you got some time. And there's, like I said, there's a bunch of narrators, so it comes out in their own words. Head over to audible.com slash radio or text radio to 500-500. Sign up and get yourself a copy of Under the Big Black Sun. Back to the show. Oh, Wow. That was great. That that was really fantastic. I really like that. That is a nice combination of Fugazi and the Evens, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's got a nice. Feels like a yeah, a little stripped down like a like a pub version. Well, Evens was always pretty like oh, yeah, yeah. minimalistic. It was just a right. two piece, you yeah, know. Yeah. Uh, but like having that extra, you know, drive of a bass player, I think really yeah. makes it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we should get a we more. should get them uh, to play the the Irish bar across the street. Yeah. 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 Oh, Griffiths of Kinsale. Uh, all right. So, Cash. Mm-hmm. Tell us. You used to work at G4. I did. I the did. I worked at network. the video game network, and then America decided it was done with video games. Mm-hmm. And I found other work. But um, I was thinking about, I think, a review that I did while I was at, at G4 today, and I was thinking about Def, the Def Jam video game series. So, now, the Def Jam label. Mm-hmm. Who's, who's, who's done comedy, poetry, and mm-hmm. music? Yes, and uh, they even like became Deaf American, so they even have ties to a lot of alt rock and country. Mm-hmm. Johnny really? Cash, I didn't Deaf know American they're... was a Def oh, Jam. Def Jam, um, and they well they put out a whole they put out they put out a few video games as I uh, <laughs> shut up. Uh, they put out a fighting game 
not only one fighting game, but the, but three fighting games. They put out Def Jam Vendetta in 2003, Def Jam Fight for New York uh, in uh, a few years. Are these later. like are these Street Fighter Mortal Kombat style games? The, so they started as like professional wrestling games until one of the game directors was like, they shouldn't wrestle, they should street fight. Mm. Uh, so it became more of a street fighting game. But so the first game you could fight as DMX, Method Man, Red Man, Ludacris, Nor. Capone, Scarface, Ghostface Killer, Keith Murray, <laughs> Joe Budden, and DJ <laughs> Funkmaster Flex. Keith Murray and Craig Mack are my yeah, yeah. favorite fucking rap names. I, I I like the idea that you could do uh, Method Man, Red Man. I, I would love it if they are, their special moves were the like kung fu moves. Yeah. That'd be really neat. Well, so they, they did the three games. The last one was th- uh, Def Jam Icon. Um, which was also was a was the most fighting game, and so you could go and you could fight on streets, subways, nightclubs, penthouses, BETs, one hundred six and Park Stage, and others. <laughs> wow! Uh, this this one w- became a, a fan favorite because there's a level of interactivity between music and the stages where the backdrop bumps to the beat of the background music. So you like you're fighting, and like the beat is is kind of changing the background. Oh, nice. And different events occur on the beats of each song, some of which are dangerous. For example, a column of fire shoots up from a ruined gas station on every bass hit of a song's chorus. So, like, you have to, in order to, like, beat people up, you have to actually have, like, some rhythm and know the song a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Like Parappa the Rapper. Exactly like Parappa the Rapper. Punch, Um, kick, it's all in the mind. And, uh... By listening to the beat of the song and timing the throw, the player can toss his opponent in environmental hazards as it goes. Environmental hazard as it goes off. The game features a turntable action whereby spinning the right analog stick allows the character to manipulate the music and the environment for both players and the characters as if they're using a DJ turntable in midair. So you like hey. you can, you're fighting somebody who can kind of remix it and beat people up. That's fun. Yeah, and the the final roster on that was Big Boy, Hey Bun B. Uh, mm-hmm. E forty, Ghostface Killer, Jim Jones, which I think is a rapper, but I also think would be fucking horrific if it was Jim Jones from yeah, the People's yeah, Temple. His special move is just handing you some uh, uh, some Kool Aid. Wait, no, Flavor Aid. Flavor. Oh yeah, can't can't take down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's not take down. Uh, Kano, who I also believe is a rapper, but is also a Mortal Kombat character. I don't think that's the same person. <laughs> yeah. Lil John, Ludacris. What? <laughs> Lil John. What? No, Little John. Um, Mike Jones, Paul Wall, Redman, Sean Paul, Paul Wall, <laughs> T.I., Tigo, The Game, Young Jeezy, Big Herc. Um, oh, that's a big roster there. Yeah. Method Paul Man as Gooch. Grills? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sticky Fingers. Some of them played. I saw people. that guy throw a 40 at a 7-Eleven uh, clerk. Really? Paul Where? Wall? No, Sticky Fingers. Oh, how did this happen? Uh, when he I, was I, just I was, he was just faking it, but his yeah. fingers weren't sticky enough. Uh <laughs> I don't know what the altercation began as, but I, it was at the Seven Eleven. I used to live uh, like just off uh, Franklin and Whit- Whitsit, mm-hmm. you know where, and uh, it was down by uh, yeah that Seven Eleven there. Just tell us about what uh, happened. Why do we have to know I walked the in coordinates? I walked in and he threw it at the guy. Oh, okay, great. And is that what you're? Was that is that why you're trying to like? Because it was real quick. Yeah, you're trying to pad like, out the story. And I just like as soon as I was in the door, I heard a smash and I saw it, and I was like. And I just made a left and then went to the back of the store and was just like waiting. Did you? Did he leave right after you him as a, a rapper? Did yeah, you know I was like, who he that's was? That's that dude from uh, uh, the from the Def it? Jam game. 
No, he was in a group. Uh, they're on the Judgment the Sticky Nights. Bandits. Uh, from <laughs> they're on the Judgment <laughs> Night soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. uh, Fucking sticky. I, w- I, w- I wish there was a Sticky Bandits with just an extra X or Y in there that was yeah. a rap group. Oh, man. I'm uh, sorry. Uh, Neil, real quick. Real, just so I... Onyx. That was oh, Onyx. Yeah, yeah. Slam. Yeah, an Onyx. Yeah. Yeah, they worked with Slam. We slammed that 40 against the back wall. That's right. There's still a couple holes in your story. What were the cross streets? We know we know the cross streets of where he was living at the time. Yes. Kawenga and Yucca. Okay, Yucca. So here's some other... Just just quickly, there's... There ain't no 7-Eleven at Kawenga and Yucca. I knew it was bullshit. Kawenga... Oh, yeah, I, I think I know where he's talking about. Uh, 50 Cent had two video games, one of which where he went to Iraq and liberated it. I don't know if you guys are familiar Wait, with... who did? 50 Wait. Cent. Oh, Jesus. It was called Blood in the Sand. It was a sequel to 50 Cent Bulletproof. Huh. There was an ABBA dance game. There's a... This one was really interesting. There's a game called Bad Day on the Midway, which was... Designed and scored by the residents. You know who the residents? Yeah, the, the big uh, eyeball. Oh yeah, those weirdos. And it was uh, well, there was optioned. a band called Weirdos. So be careful. Yeah, yeah. It was optioned by Ron Howard <laughs> at Imagine Television for a proposed series to be directed by David Lynch. Wow. And then it all fell apart. David Lynch and the uh, the residents is a, is a good combo yeah. with Opie overseeing it all. Yeah. <laughs> the Blues Brothers had a video game in like nineteen eighty six. There was a video game pinball called Crewball uh, that was in in arcades in 1992. That was all based on that that had three songs from Madball, Motley Crue. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, I mean like you know, there's Revolution X, which has yeah. Aerosmith. Yeah, that's on yeah. here. There's one called uh, what we were talking about earlier, Ed Hunter. Can you guess what that's from? It's from uh, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. That's yeah. that's exactly what was that one all about? Uh, you the game objective consists of following Iron Maiden's mascot Eddie through various levels depicting the band's past album covers. Oh, that's, These, that's, cool. a, that's a lot of good art. That's a good yeah. way to use it. Iron Maiden has a great pinball machine too. That's right. Yeah, Kiss pinball machine's great. All right, here's one I bet you didn't know. Frankie Metallica. goes to Hollywood had a computer game. I don't like the Metallica pinball. You know, nah, it's just like it had the cartoony. Yeah, it's the cartoony aspect of Metallica that I don't really. It's also one of those pinball machines where it's like. You're not really paying attention. Then you have like seven million points, and I'm like, "What the fuck does it matter?" Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is it? There's like one of those over at uh, at Barcade. Oh, okay. I was thinking of the other place. There yeah, was, there yeah, there was a Frankie Goes to Hollywood game uh, in 1985. Um, the game was based on music imagery and slogans of the UK band. <laughs> Journey uh, had two video games. Um, the one in 1983, that was like a famously bad one. Right? It, like it was like early Atari shit. Right? Well, this was uh, it was this was a cabinet, so it was there was a Journey game that was actually in arcades. Um, I'd imagine it's like when you when it was like the continue countdown uh, song was "Don't Stop Believing." <laughs> <laughs> uh, so you have to get the the musicians of Journey to their instruments or Steve Perry to his microphone, and then once you get all of them together, you you you're a bouncer that has to keep crazy fans from rushing. That's the stage. fun. That oh. almost sounds like beer tapper. <laughs> like, like yeah, kind just, of. It's like you know, you like that. Actually, that I would love to see like an eight bit like arcade thing where it's like you just have to yeah. uh, keep on, you know. Yeah, crowd you have to surfers put up mic are stands, but you also have to keep uh, yeah. fans off the stage. You know, that would be a good uh, Morrissey uh, game. <laughs> 
Mercy um, is like he tears his shirt off and then he has to run and put another shirt on. Yes, yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And that that's one where you actually let the crazy fans tear that motherfucker apart. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's that's funny. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Thanks, Cass. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I, you know, I. I wasn't ready to laugh, but I was ready to tell you it was funny. Uh, the the journey game, the the big thing about it was there was a cassette player inside the cabinet that would just play a clip from separate word, separate world, separate ways. Excuse me, worlds apart, uh, over and over. And that's a collector's edition now. Yeah. If you have that tape, it's worth a ton of money. In excess, are they on that list? They had like a Sega CD game, I think, or something like that. I haven't seen In Excess. Uh, there's a CNC Music Factory one. Oh. Which was basically, it's it basically a... That's just where you liberate a, the uh, uh, underpaid workers of the factory, right? <laughs> no, that's uh, Queen the Eye, which uh, is fucking crazy. The game is set in a future world with rude world that is ruled by an all-seeing machine called the Eye, capital Y in I, which has eradicated everything that promotes creative expression. <laughs> The player takes the role of Dubrock, a secret agent of the Eye, <laughs> who in the course of his duties has rediscovered a database of popular rock music and is sentenced to death in the yeah. arena, a live television show broadcast through satellites. Can't uh, stop me now. Many elements of the story were adapted into the Queen musical, We Will Rock You. So this one kept going. You know, Here. that's always been my theory, and I've always wanted to do like a, a, a kind of a web series uh, where... Like to me, that if you look at a lot of pinball machines that aren't necessarily from like a brand or a, an mm-hmm. IP that you know of, mm-hmm. it's it feels like it was a failed movie or TV show pitch. Yeah, <laughs> like and I really want to make like you know like Wildcats. And what it, was the, the one you told me that before? It was like Doctor Feelgood or something. And yes, like, yeah, yeah. And it's so, like you look at the like next time you go see like go to any kind of arcade or like even just look up different pinball machines and look how like. Look how much story is kind of baked into the oh, artwork yeah. of the characters. All, and They're all kind of like Frank Frazetta paintings of <laughs> yes. movie posters yeah. of you're like, somebody like really sat down and thought about this. Yeah. And yeah. and all the story translates to is like whether a bumper lights up or not. Yeah. And, yeah. and it's it's so... And so you know it's like, it's like, it's like listen, uh, Universal doesn't want it. Paramount doesn't want this. Orion even passed. Uh, okay, what about uh, ABC? No, all all the networks have passed on this. Okay, what's next? Uh, Take out the titties, ABC Family. ABC Family, maybe, <laughs> and they're like, no, it's uh, everyone. USA. Every network has passed. Okay, yeah. what about Bailey's <laughs> or Bally's? Or <laughs> yeah. I've always seen this story reflected in a silver ball. That's just yes, the way it's yeah. it's always appeared to me. See, you, here's the thing about the silver ball: it's all of us. It's whoever is watching because when you look inside the silver ball, you, you see, see yourself. yourself. I got. I think that you guys just need to play uh, pinball agents in in a sketch somewhere. It's yeah. just just hard pitching people on baby, yeah. baby. You got to get into the silver balls, man. <laughs> first you're in, for, first you're in pinball. Silver then we ball. take you overseas. You get into pachinko. Oh, buddy. That's a lot of balls. That's a lot of balls. Uh, uh, There was a Thompson Twins adventure in 1984. Um, Not necessarily uh, remembered for the game, which was based on their single Dr. Doctor. It was sent out on vinyl. It's like a weird collector's edition now because it's a video game. But the way you got it onto your computer was you played it off like a vinyl record to get the data off. If I, I mean, if I had to choose... Of like, if I could take a, a musician or a band of some sort that would uh, turn into a video game, I mean, a really fun, gross one would be like, you know, like uh, uh, Gigi Allen and the Murder Junkies. Yeah. Or you just oh. like, it's like, almost be kind of like, like in the vein of Boogerman or whatever those old ones were, <laughs> or Toe Jam and Earl was like, he'd be like it's throwing his own shit at yeah. 
at, you know, people trying to get the murder junkies out of jail. Or maybe it's the murder. You know, yeah. Oh, that's 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 a fantastic idea. Yeah. I came up with one. Well, I came up with two. Yeah. One, which was really easy, was just it's just called trucking. It's just a Grateful Dead like skin over um oh, uh, over like like a like a uh, Mario uh, Kart. I I th- I'd say it even it's you had to make it more boring than that because it's a uh, trucking simulator. It would have to be just like a yeah driving <laughs> simulator. It'd be like Virtua Driver or something yeah. like that. Oh, or did like, you like take your trucking exam? Like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> there there are trucking simulator games that exist. Uh, there is there's also like a crazy and I don't have the info on it, but there was a Penn and Teller video game that they put out. Oh wow! That was driving to Barstow from Vegas, and that's all it was. <laughs> and this is in like. The early 90s when video games weren't that great, and it was just driving a bus along a straight line for like, and it was in real time. So it was That's like six really hours. That's really, like that, to them, you can tell that was a whole bit. Yes, exactly. Like, it's like, people are going to think it's a thing, and then it's just that. <laughs> um, and Neil, would you, if you had a, if you, what do you think? Uh, I would make a fighting game where Billie Eilish <laughs> in that giant puffy coat would fight that monkey from from the IKEA monkey. Yeah, that had a puffy coat on. Yeah. That was oh. fun. Wow. <laughs> so the 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 wardrobe <laughs> battles? Yeah, it'd be like puffy coat fights. Oh, that's Neil, you're that's legitimately like, weird. Yeah. You've become a weird guy. You never you, used to be so weird. I feel like you could pitch that to like a game uh jam and it, they'd make it over a weekend. Game jam? Yeah, uh so one of the things that uh video game People do now. It's, it's, oh, oh wow. come on! You asked the question. You asked the question. Yeah, but it was very obvious what a game jam is. All right. Well, <laughs> <laughs> then I'm not going to tell you about the video game I designed exclusively for Neil. What is it? You want to hear it? Yes. All right. I'll tell you. Is it battles, but like there's no actual fighting in it? It's called <laughs> Math Rock: A Tribute to Canada. <laughs> it is a sports themed rhythm game where it's a hockey simulator where if you want to score you have to do complicated time signatures in order to make your player do it so like if you want to make a, a long shot from down the uh down the ice you gotta you gotta hit those buttons in a seven two time yeah in order to do it and if you want to defend you gotta do 14 four yeah that works that's, that's seven two actually it's, i like that I mean, that's very fun. All games are held, are, I'm going to turn this down a little bit. I already had a theme song for this, but go ahead. I think Ontario is pretty good. Oh, yeah. What's the theme song you got? I was, I was, I was, you you think I need the first step? Is that what you said? I said I didn't mean to overstep. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's loading. (laughs) All right, I deserve that one. What is the, just tell us the song. It was Canada by uh, Shellac. Okay, that's fun. Yeah, because right. it's it's kind of a, I always thought, that, I think that should be the national anthem for the the, uh, the game. Oh, totally. Um, all right. Any more that you think are worth mentioning? Uh, no, I only wrote those two because I got really interested in the research that I was doing. I was yeah, like, no, I can't believe great. that. And it's, the, the crazy thing is there's not a lot to it because, or not a lot anymore. Like all of the, the games that I, are all from, 12 years ago 15 years ago yeah. at least like the they had real music games where you know it was rock band we all kind of went through that yeah. in, a, in our late 
20s where there were rock band or there was Rocksmith, which is guitar now you can, like, and... you can hook up a real guitar and it'll teach, yeah, you, it how to, how teach to, you how to play. Yeah. But the music celebrity is not getting involved in video games anymore. Yeah. And I think it's time we bring that back. That's true. Uh, Neil, what do you think? Um, yeah, sure. All right. Well, thanks so much for tuning in to Joan Radio this week. We really appreciate anyone who listens. Uh, if you want to have your music played on this podcast, send it to us. Jonah Radio, R-A-Y-D-I-O at gmail.com. Um, and uh, please tell people about the podcast. Yeah. 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 Tell Jonah's agent about the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to thank, uh, of course, uh, Dana Lechtenberg, who is... Uh, it was all of his like original classic Jonah Radio designs are now T-shirts available at merchtable.com. I got my presser shirt. Nice. nice. Uh, yeah, presser shirts are available there too. Um, we uh, we also want to thank uh, Bill Tackett also for always you know giving us these uh, sound drops. Mm-hmm. We want to thank uh, Dan Angler uh, who is our social media manager. Oh, that's who. Oh, it is. yeah. Hey, I thought cool. I'd reveal it to you guys. In real life, he's very funny, and he's doing a very good job. So yeah. uh, follow. He sent me a bunch of old uh, Super Deluxe stuff, I think. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, Jonah Radio, uh, uh, at Jonah Radio on Instagram and on Twitter. Yeah. Uh, he's he's doing content. He is. He's so good at content. He's really good. He's a really funny guy. Also, give him a follow if you can as well. Um, and yeah, just keep on keeping on. Yeah. Um, let your fr- If your friends have music, tell them to send it to us. Do all that stuff. We really appreciate anyone who listens, and we love you. That's really, he really said it. To take us out, I'm going to be playing a song that was submitted to us by the Vanilla Beans. This is the song Count Me Out off the Flora tape. Um, So enjoy that, and we will see you on the flip side. Later days, losers. Count me out.